Hello and welcome to an exciting bit of bonus content for the podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy. My name is Dr. M.R.X. Dentus, and I'm quite marvellous, and sitting beside me is someone who's almost as marvellous as me because he's got a master's degree in philosophy. It's Josh Addison. Cheers. Give him a round of applause. Probably would have sounded more like covert <laughs> masturbation, to be honest. What is the sound of... Yeah, anyway. Ah, oh, we've got off to a good start. I feel... Do, 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 do we've we got off, yes. Do we need extra theme music or something for this? Some sort of razzle-dazzle bonus I am actually thinking a... about redoing the theme for the main thing and also doing a bit of a new theme for mm. this thing too. So there is over the next few weeks. So I've actually only just finished indexing the book, Taking Conspiracy Theory Seriously, which has taken day after day up day because of course written by multiple people everyone has different ideas as to what they want to have the index and muggins here is the one who has to go through and find all of the page numbers of where people have mentioned that concept in chap in other chapters and it turns out that takes a really really mm. long time and it's thoroughly boring work so now that that's out of the way, I've got time to pull out the old keyboard, have a bit of a tinkle, and also play play some tunes. Mm, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Uh, but anyway, so bonusy, bonusy content. Yeah, we, the the news sections were getting a little bit long, especially last week when we had about three weeks to catch up on, and they were getting quite long to write because, as you'll be aware, they are scripted, yes, and that requires it's... sitting down and actually writing stuff up. And sometimes, if you've got, say, eight interesting articles, you end up only writing a very little on each one. Well, sometimes what you really want to do is do a relative deep dive. We don't do a deep dive on the news segments, no. but a relative deep dive into a particular topic. So, I thought, why don't we trim the news down, make it go as low-fat as possible... And we'll go back to the old style of discussing news we had in the early days yes. of the podcast. We've just got a topic, and then we yatter about mm. it. Because yatter is a word. It's totally a word. Um, so today, th th this very day, uh, the 5th of September, as we're recording, uh, there was an interesting, interesting little nugget around the confirmation hearing of Judge Kavanaugh. Ka Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh. Never quite know how they pronounce yeah, the vowels. Yeah, I think Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Scotus appointee. Mm. So uh, during his confirmation hearing, uh, people noticed that there was a woman standing behind um, one of the speakers, I think it was Judge Kavanaugh himself. It was indeed. Um, who appeared to be doing that white power symbol that looks very much like the OK hand symbol, but where the, where the three raised fingers are meant to be a W for white and the circle and, and the index finger is meant to be the P for power or something. Now... We've heard this sort of thing before. There was that famous photo of Steve Miller where they claimed he was doing a white power symbol. But at the time, people were like, yeah, you've kind of just taken a single photo of a man in the action of adjusting his suit. And it so happens in this one frame, his hands were kind of in that position. So it's, it's, you're probably making something out of nothing there. But then there were the White House aides who had a photo at the podium in the White House doing the OK symbol towards the camera. It and seems people, like an odd thing to do. Yeah, and people going, why are they doing that? But then it was okay. The ACLU came out and said, look, it's not a white power symbol. Just It was generated on 4chan. It's simply a joking thing to make liberals think white power symbols are everywhere. And then it turned out that white nationalists, white supremacists, and Nazis picked up upon that 
and started using it in a non-ironic fashion, being able to then point to this article going, well, look, it's been shown to be a joke. Can't you take a joke? Mm. Just because we're Nazis doing the symbol doesn't mean we're doing a white power symbol. Psych, we kind of are. Yes. So then we get to the case... Um Today, uh, that, that happened today. So oh, this woman, Zena Bash. Yep, she was identified as Zena Bash, uh, as many people have said, not not the name of a popular energy drink, but in fact the name of the f- a former clerk of Judge Kavanaugh's. And um, someone who works with Republican lawmakers. Yep. Uh, and so, so at first, like there were there were shots of her. She's got her arms folded. Uh, this would be a time actually, maybe when video would be good. But we're going audio only for this one. Her arms are folded, and the the one hand which is laying on the hand in front, laying on top of the other arm, um, she appears to be making this weird symbol with her hands. And what and in the still pictures, I mean, it looked like a kind of an unnatural position to put your hands, and it looked like something you'd have to do deliberately. And then if you actually watch the full video clip, you can see in the background there she is. She's sitting there, standing there with her arms folded. Then she gets, a, she looks down, she obviously gets a text message on her phone. She reads the text message and smiles, puts her phone away, and then immediately crosses her arms and quite deliberately arranges her hands into that fashion, even sort of briefly looking down and, and adjusting the position of her fingers. It looks a hell of a lot more deliberate than, say, the Steve Miller photo or anything like that. Yes, and so things get complex here because, as people have pointed out, Zena Bash was not born in the US, although she is a US citizen. She's the descendant of Holocaust survivors. On one side, and Mexicans on the other. Yes, has Hispanic children. So it doesn't seem like the poster child for white power or white supremacy. But on the other side, does appear to get a message which she reacts to by quite deliberately arranging her hands in front of camera. The suspicion being she got a message from someone watching the feed and saying, you are aware you're in shot. And then seems to have been of the opinion, well, if I'm, if I'm in shot, I should readjust myself Do ever so slightly. Like, yeah. I shall put this rather unnatural pose to use. Mm. It's very, very confusing. And it's kind of still breaking stories. Yeah. So we actually don't know what explanations are going to come forward. I imagine there'll be people all over social media mm. digging for dirt at this particular point in time to see if they can make some kind of connection. Her husband, who is an attorney, has come out in defense saying there's no way that Xena can be racist. There's just a whole lot of very confusing things yeah. going on here, but it does look an awful light or an awful light and that looks awfully like dog whistle racism from an outside perspective. It does. Or at the very least an attempt to wind up the libs. To, to stick something out there deliberately to, to get people enraged and have a bit of a laugh at them. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it seems a lot weird, but there does seem to be something to it, unlike some of the earlier cases. What that something is, we, we kind of just don't know. Yet. And sticking with the Kavanaugh hearing, of course, the other big bit of news that occurred today was one of the fathers of someone who died in the Parkland shootings came up to Kavanaugh at the end of one of his rounds of questions 
introduced himself and said, my child died in the Parkland shootings, at which point Kavanaugh immediately turned on his heel and walked away. And the White House is now claiming that someone who was unknown tried to approach Brett Kavanaugh, but was deflected at the last minute, except we've got the actual video feed that shows him going up, tapping Kavanaugh on the shoulder, introducing himself, talking with Kavanaugh, and then Kavanaugh walking away. So the White House is very unsuccessfully trying to cover up a bit of a PR blunder where someone is completely heartless towards the survivor of a shooting. Sorry, mm. the father of someone who died in a shooting. Yes. I suppose technically he survived the heartbreak of his, ch- mm. his child dying in a shooting. I rescued that entirely. It is fine. Flawless. Yes, I'm more little... Less conspiratorial, more just plain scandal. He's a dick. Yeah. So, moving on. The International Space Station? Has a hole in it. Got a hole in it. Well, not anymore. They fixed it. But, um, yeah, so apparently a week or so ago, people on the International Space Station noticed that the air pressure was starting to drop. And eventually they found a small hole had been drilled in the side of the International Space Station. Well, no, initially they thought the hole might be a micro mi- Well, sorry, yes, they, they found a hole. Or wear and tear. But then they actually looked at the hole and realized that it had been deliberately drilled. Yes, if you look at the photograph. Now, I, I, I have inexpertly used a drill before in my life. And I know that if you don't quite get it right the first time, the, the, the head of the drill will sort of judder along the surface that you're trying to drill, making a bunch of little marks, which look exactly like some of the marks next to this hole in the side of the International Space Station. It very definitely appears to have been made by a person wielding a drill. Yeah, now, I am an expert driller. But I'm also someone who spent time on space stations, so mm. I know a unnatural hole when I see it. <laughs> that's a, that's a, it's quite a sentence right there. <laughs> I'm an expert driller, and I know an unnatural hole when I see it. Yep. I should have just gone with that. It's yep. even better. That's so your yes. time. <laughs> New and unnatural hole. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, so the point is now, of course... Who would be sticking... As people have pointed out, it was easy to fix, but had it not been fixed, they would have run out of air on the International Space Station in something like 18 days, I think. And the thing is, it's the International Space Station. It's not a high-traffic location. No, no. There's a very limited number of suspects. suspects, And people are really going, why did they do it? Is this intentional sabotage? By someone on board the ISIS? Is it. No, that's ISIS. Oh, this you're is right. The ISIS. ISIS is not the International Space Station. They're the other ones. They're the terroristy guys. I've been sending money to the wrong, to oh, the wrong organization for a while that's now. That's quite awkward. So, yeah, so is it deliberate? One hypothesis that's been put forward is that due to the immense mental pressure you have when you're up in space, someone might have done it either inadvertently or as a kind of prolonged suicide attempt. Mm. Or possibly as an attempt to get their stint cut short if it became no longer possible for people to stay on the International Space Station. intentional sabotage is, of course, the basis of so many Mm. action films. And frankly... It sounds as if we are heading off to the beginning of a great 80s straight to VHS space station film. Yeah. Probably star- starring Paul Weller. Probably. Who's, yeah. who's a musician. I mean, Peter, Peter Weller, w- yes. Weller yes. who we is just, who is, uh, has a art degree. Mm. 
uh, I think so, some people had suggested maybe it was something that had been maybe it had been there for quite a while but had been patched over, you know, like maybe it was a hole that was made when that part was being made back here on Earth before it was shipped up to the station, and maybe there'd been a patch hastily put on it which fell off or something, but that doesn't seem super likely. And it seems to have been a, a recent thing. Given, given how perilous life is on a space station, and given how they keep these things maintained, that's the kind of the thing that you would hope they would already know about if mm. there's a a section of the space station which has a mechanical flaw due to a hole in it which has been patched it's the kind of thing they ought to know to make sure that that doesn't become a problem in future mm. so anyway i'm sure in a couple of years time we'll well we can expect a raft of of hole in the space station science fiction movies to come out but um until then don't know that there's much more to say. So just remember, I am I'm an expert in unnatural holes. Entirely. Uh, so what was the last one? Oh, Steve Bannon. Yeah. What's Steve Bannon been up to or not been up to, as it turns out? So it turns out that I think it's David Relnick, who is the editor of New Yorker, has been trying to get a interview or some kind of discussion with Steve Bannon for quite some time. And it's kind of failed to ever eventuate. And New Yorker runs a kind of literary festival every year. And so the editor of the New Yorker thought it would be really, really good to headline Steve Bannon in conversation with David Rumnick, who I'm just going to maintain as the editor of the New Yorker, even if he's not. And this got announced, and the backlash against it was... Pretty total. Yes. And that people started pulling out of the festival going, yeah, I don't really want to be on the same poster as defending racism Steve Bannon, racist Steve Bannon. One of the people who pulled out was, of course, Jim Carrey, who's quite famous for being an anti-vaxxer. So you can imagine some people going, yeah, I don't want to be on your poster either. But, yes, lots of people pulled out. The New Yorker went, oh, this is pretty terrible. Members of the staff of the New Yorker were going, yeah, we don't know why you'd want Steve O'Bannon. Steve Bannon. O'Bannon, that's the, that's the Irish Steve Bannon. <laughs> Steve Bannon to have a platform. And David Relnick is going, oh, I wasn't aware this was such a problem. I thought it'd be great to have him on stage. Or I could ask him the hard questions. And people are going... You don't need to give a platform to fascists. We actually already know what they're going to say and what they say. There's not any point debating people because those of you are going to go, So, uh, Steve, so you're a bit of a fascist, right? Yes. And do you think we should have a white ethno state? Could you just stop? Oh, of course, you know, now you put it to me mm. that way. It's going to be, no, I, I do believe that white people deserve to have their own nation. There's no real give or take in this debate. It's an ideology. In fact, it's not even an ideology. It's a power grab. It's not something which is kind of up for a civilized discussion. No, I mean, as we've talked about with the likes of the, the Southern and Molyneux visit here in New Zealand, if you've ever seen these sorts of sorts of debates in the past, even even when bloody Tommy Laren was on the Daily Show, did you see that one? Oh yes, yeah, and that was an embarrassing. It was, interview. and because they don't, they don't, there is no there is no debate. Um, you ask them a question, 
and they machine gun rattle off a whole bunch of of their of their uh, white supremacist type claims, giving you no time whatsoever to rebut them, and most of the time not even engaging with the question you asked them in the first place. So yeah, I think any 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 claims to want to debate in the first place are fairly disingenuous, and I don't think anything good would come of them at all. Uh, based on actual past history and instances where that sort of stuff's been attempted. Yeah. So, yeah, people seem to be... Well, half the in- internet is up in arms. Malcolm Gladwell has been making analogies with the McCarthy mm. era, indicating that McCarthyism ended when people had a reasonable discussion with McCarthy about what he was up to. And people were going, Malcolm, you don't seem to know anything about that bit of history at all because that's not what happened mccarthyism didn't end because someone pointed out to mccarthy your ideas are a bit weird mccarthyism ended when basically mccarthy was getting rid of his friends as well as his enemies Mm. yes i think people have have uh blamed a little bit on aaron sorkin did he actually do good night and good luck is that, yeah, is that a Sorkin one? I think I it was. Think it, that was the film about yeah. him. But certainly his style of um, of drama where sort of, you know, the, the right person makes a dramatic speech and everything changes on the spot uh, has, has, has infected somewhat people's idea of how the world works. Well, it's, it's kind of the epistemic happens. ideal mm. that we should be able to engage in robust, reasonable debate with people of all types. And once we do that, what we're going to find is that people will honestly and sincerely engage in a discussion and they will change their mind and the world will change for the better. Which, as an epistemologist, I think would be a wonderful state of affairs. But as someone who's also aware of human psychology, that's not how things work. Not not generally, no. No. I mean, it would be great if people responded to arguments and evidence and changed their mind. And that's what people should do. But unfortunately, we have to live in a world where... People aren't good epistemologists. People aren't even good psychologists. No, in no. fact, to take a leaf out of Thomas Hobbes, people just ain't good. Mm. What we need is Leviathan to come and crush them. Leviathan is the Catholic Church. And a Peter Weller movie. The Catholic Church is a Peter Weller movie? <laughs> yes, but also Leviathan. Yes, that is true. Mm. I do. Actually, mm. I, I, there's a... There's a part of me that quite likes Leviathan. Haven't seen it in a very long time. 90s, uh, 90s monster movie, Leviathan. Look it up. It's Unfortunately, a, it came treat. out at around about the same time as The Abyss did and, and James Cameron. Six. Yeah. And unfortunately, The Abyss the Abyss is kind of not as... I actually don't think The Abyss is as good story-wise, although Leviathan, from memory, is just a fairly bog-standard monster, monster film. Movie, yeah. Deep Star Six is actually, I think, a slightly more interesting film in that respect. But The Abyss's special effects are kind of... Yes, they were triple yeah, Hollywood. Was Deep Star Six and Leviathan were... We're going to emulate the underwater scenes by putting people on a, smoked, a smoke-filled set and make them move really slowly and hope you don't see the wires. Mm. Yes, yes, good times, good times. Um, I think that's all we wanted to talk about for now. It was, so, it uh, was. Let's bring our little bonus section to a close. So this, this, will, this will go out freely into the public, disseminate itself with wide abandon. It will, it will. But uh, if you like what you heard and you'd like to hear more and you're not currently a patron, become one. Yep, for one dollar a month. 
although we would encourage you to spend slightly more, say two or three, you'll get access to this content and you'll help us improve the podcast and the video recordings by updating our equipment because we have ordered some fairly fancy lights coming from China in the next fortnight, which is going to improve the light setup we've got. For example, there are some halogen bulbs right over in the corner there, and they're kind of burning my eyes every time I look towards Josh or the Mm. camera. Get rid of that pronto. And it's going to allow for some other things to go on as well. So there's some interesting content coming up, and you'll get to hear about it on these patron bonus update special update extravaganzas uploaded to the internet available online podlets and if you don't donate then eventually you're just going to have to start listening to ads for fucking squarespace actually it's quite disturbing so there's a youtube series i watch which is the eurogamer youtube series eurogamer being a fairly prominent computer gaming Mm. magazine and obviously the whole relying on ad content playing before a video is no longer working out because what used to be videos with no sponsorship inside the videos now has sponsorship uh, spots and it's really jarring Mm. because also Blue Apron uh, Meals uh, MailChimp I think that sort of thing oh yeah haven't had so much of MailChimp these days it's always Squarespace online mattress and and Harry's for your decent shave Josh we need to get you a sponsorship of of the yeah uh, (laughs) the the dollar shave chub I'm still thinking of chimps dollar shave chimps where, where, where they'll shave your chimp for a dollar <laughs> i like it now that's a business yeah, model yeah, so that's a business if model. there is someone out there who needs to have an advertising spot for shaving chimps for a dollar we will take a cut we price will. advertising thing mm. for that because we are happy to endorse in fact i am happy to be flown to country of your choice to shave a chimp for your advertising campaign. Mm. And I realise it's animal cruelty and I'm a vegan, Unless but I'm very, willing to do very, it. very hot animal that needs cooling down. Sorry, uh, when you said hot, there was going, a really hot chip, you know, a really, <laughs> yeah, really, really sexy chip who just needs a, a bit of a shave. Mm. Sexy chip. Yep, sexy chimps. So yeah, so we are, we are, we are open to advertising sexy chimps, shaved chimps for a dollar, and also dollar shaved chubs. Mm. But um, but 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 the the patronage accounts are just fine as well. If you want to do that, probably easier. Yeah, and you can either look to Patreon and look for conspiracism dot dot com, or just look actually. I think you just look up just look up conspiracism, or just even look up my name, Doctor MRX Dentith on Patreon. You'll find our account there. You could go through the Podbean system. Currently, we have one subscriber slash patron on the Podbean system everyone else is using Patreon it would be quite convenient to have things kind of located in one particular Mm. space because otherwise getting the money out of various accounts just ends up having transaction fees and the like but please, however you can support us please do Yeah. Uh, so with that we shall bring this bonus content to a close and uh Talk to you all next week in one way or another, secretly or just plain mundanely, like some sort of filthy peasant. And I'm off to shave a chimp for Mm. a dollar. Goodbye. Goodbye.